Hey loyal listener, Daryl Bodger here, professional barrel dodger. Well, uh, you've tuned in to episode two of Lipstick on a Pig. It's a cracker, even got a little guest cameo from Mrs. B. Enjoy, and you. Okay, okay we're back into it. Back into it. Um, Dazza, uh, it's, it's been two days since we last spoke, and uh, you are now in an, another continent, so whew. Oh, how's that? I am. I am. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. I'm um, <laughs> sitting up here in uh, sunny Shanghai, looking out the looking out the window, watching the planes land. Um, yeah, sunny. Yeah, sunny. Uh, that's a that's a rare day in Shanghai. Yeah, you can you, uh, you can see the sky. It's amazing. Um, who knew? Listener, uh, if you're out there, apologies for the sound quality. I'm I'm in. Uh, I think our our um, conversation has probably been listened to by the um, <laughs> the authority Chinese Communist Party, and so it's probably going through a little bit of uh, sound issues. But you know, we'll a little bit of we'll push on fil- filtering. I, I was just going to say that the uh, the powers that be in the Chinese Communist Party behind the Golden Firewall would need some pretty amazing translators to fucking understand what we say. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> They'll um, be scratching their heads, that's for sure. (laughs) I wonder if they filter that that U2 album that keeps fucking coming back up on my phone. I have deleted that thing. Which which album is it? So many times. They thought it'd be really nice to give it to everyone Uh, in the world for free on iTunes. It's like you you throw a dog turd on someone's front lawn and say, what are you complaining about? It's free. It's like, no, just get it off my lawn. I don't want it. It keeps coming back. That's actually actually a perfect segue because um, uh, obviously um, I was railing. The last thing I was railing against was the white stripes. Um, I feel a bit mm. repentant about that. But anyhow, my next um, my next band on the list is U two. When Rattle and Hum came out all those years ago, I was a kind of you know a uh, a very impressionable teenager, and I quite I quite got into the whole vibe of of U two in their kind of. Uh, I don't know, um, yeah. indie indie cowboy look. Um, they they you know that whole yeah. that whole movie I, that whole I movie think... was pretty cool. <clears throat> um, Same. And when I was a kid, um, Pride was on a c- compilation album, and you know, Same. that's a pretty pretty, pretty oh, good song. Mrs. B's just called Mrs. B's <laughs> Mrs. B's just called. <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, Stan. Right. Mrs. Pause B's it. just called. Pause it. I might just have just to answer this. I'm not sure how yeah, this mate. is going to work. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. You, B. You wanna, We're in the middle of recording a, a podcast. Oh, shit, really? Oh, I got I got to kill time somehow. And, and okay. while well, I've got you, yeah. what do you think of you two? Yeah. You two. You two, the band. We were just running and talking about this this morning, and they might have done two cool dance things. Totally agree. Fair enough. Two songs out of a about two thousand. That's a good. That's that's pretty much sums up you two. That's all I know them for. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. I'll call you back. Love you. Bye bye. 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 Mrs. B <laughs> nailed it. She said two decent she anthems. Did. And, um. <clears throat> yeah. So so I would agree with um the very wise Mrs. B and uh, my. I have 
One song that I really think you two did fantastically, which is called Lemon. time it's a sunny day like it is today there's a there's a song by you two called beautiful day which is fucking annoying but it just gets stuck in my head i can't say it's terrible but it's yeah my one song ironically by you two is called one that i kind of can handle but i actually prefer johnny cash did a cover of Is it getting better? Or do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you now? You got someone to blame. You said one love, one life, when it's one need in the night. One love, we get to share it. Who else do you want to get leave, baby? <laughs> well, next on my list, can I hear? Uh, Foo Fighters is an interesting one. I'm with you on that one. I think Dave Grohl seems like a good guy. He seems super seems into like music an awesome of all guy. kinds. Seems like an awesome guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's only one song I like of Foo Fighters, and it was their first ever song. Um, it's called what is This it? Is a Call. Uh, yeah. That's it's called This Is a Call. Fingernails are good Seems that all they ever wanted was a market They're kind of veering into Red Hot Chili Peppers territory in in as much as um, oh wow yeah ju- just in as much as it's it's like a it's like the old um it's like the old printer when it's running out of ink you know um, <clears throat> each page each page is just a watered a watered down version of the uh, of the next of the previous page um, that's interesting I would say that there is another song called Everlong um, which is um, from the Foo Fighters which. Again, it's 1997, so we're talking uh, <clears throat> back in the early mm. Foo Fighter days. Um, maybe it's pat- yep. because the vi- the video is particularly cool. It's, it's basically about my memory serves. It's two guys that check into a motel room, like a, a scuzzy motel room somewhere in the, in the states, and basically proceed to get absolutely wrecked and fight each other and trash the room.
I've yeah. got something, I've got something cool. along those along those lines. Um, Green Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I would argue again, Green Day are a similar in a similar sort of vein, in as much as yeah, they came out strong. Um, obviously, they didn't have the the uh, the, the heritage that um, Dave Grohl had. Um, but they came out strong, and uh, their first album was pretty good. Although, you know, I, I can't say I've listened to all of it. Um, um, they did have a great song, um, "Basket Case." So, um, my uh, okay. my, ca- my caveat on the career of Green Day would be uh, "Basket Case." sure that they'll plenty of listeners will, will hit us up and say, uh, what about this? What about that? But no, I'm, I'm giving Green Day the, the uh, thumbs down. Lipstick on a pig. I think I mentioned this one. I mentioned this one in a bar to you once. What's up, Four Non Blondes? For some reason, oh. I like that song. I don't know why. Oh. You don't know, know that why. she, she, the woman, Lauren Petty or something, I think her name is, she's like written... Like so many of the hits from the 90s that you hear, um, that ah. woman wrote them. And that song, there's wow. a couple of songs that a couple of songs that we got subjected to in the uh, in the in the sandwich the sandwich factory in uh, in the centre of England um, when we were working there doing doing night shifts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> me and uh, me and Mrs. Nermelston, and um, that was one of the songs that they just played fucking ad nauseum. And man, oh. I, I need to literally, you know, yeah. smash something when I hear that song. Mr. Jones, Counting Crows, for some reason. Oh, I, it just kind of... I really like that song. <laughs> yeah. I really do like Shake that Take it off, Taylor Swift. Oof. Well, Tay-Tay, um, um, we're going to do a whole Tay-Tay episode soon, so uh, listen out for that, people. Yeah. There's a certain ex-pro surfer who um, we, we, we know who is... Taylor Swift, crazy. Uh, now, this is an interesting one. Are you are you kind of into or uh, the, the, the whole concept of the emo genre? Uh, there's a band called Against Me, and they're right. the lead singer famously converted from male to female, transitioned, I think is the word. Anyway, um, there's a song by them called Thrash Unreal, and for some reason i just like it but it's 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 so kind of overly the lyrics are just silly like the 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 chorus goes something like no mother ever dreams that a daughter's going to grow up to be a junkie
Uh, well, there's one link to um, to the Foo Fighters. Not, not tenuous, but it's certainly a link to Nirvana. Hole. <coughs> right? Oh yeah. So I mean, Hole, Hole were critically lauded. You know, I guess that first album was, I wouldn't say revolutionary, but it it, um, it was exemplified a, a particular time and place. And obviously, uh, Courtney is pretty out there until she became basically a uh, Barbie doll. Um, anyhow, I've actually I'm obsessed with a song that's not even it's it's a much later song. It's called Malibu. Hole have this. Um, guitarist who looks like he looks like the kind of the love child of tom petty and um what's her name uh what's the girl brass in pocket um um christy hines yeah kind of like that and the song is the song is brilliant but um everything else about hole but particularly including uh courtney love um can go jump in a hole and cover itself up stay there i, I got a few more go amy winehouse Oh. I mean, rehab. Okay, yeah. Yep, I'll listen to rehab, um, but then I won't listen to every other song that sounds like fucking rehab. Rest in rest in pieces. Yeah. Amy. Uh, <laughs> Guns and Roses. Sweet child of mine, guy. You you can't deny that's just an a, an amazing song. <clears throat> Played it at my fiftieth. It got the whole crowd going nuts. Yeah, props to Sweet Child of Mine, but my Gunners song is Patience. It's just fucking oh, yeah. incredible. Love, love that, love that song. Um, but yeah, the rest of Guns N' Roses stuff can, can go the way of Axel yeah. Rain, uh, Axel Rose's brain, and uh, fizzle into a puddle of um, mud. Last Christmas being the exception. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, there's, a, there's a soppy place in my heart for um, Wham's Last Christmas and just oh, and the video, which is wow. so, so bad. Um, having said that, um, Club Tropicana is not terrible either. I'm, I, no, I shouldn't speak anymore. No, Wham suck. <laughs> uh, well, and on a similar note, George, George Michael. I mean, everything that George Michael ever produced with one huge exception which is one of the greatest singles of all time in my terrible opinion um which of course is careless whisper okay you're speechless um, great <laughs> was, that, was that was that, that the uh, was, was that the was that the communist party um chuckling in the background yeah. <laughs> one of my guards just kind of uh, just just lifted his rifle for a second and then just okay okay um yeah wow is he, is he ever going to dance uh, again that's what i want to know <laughs> uh rolling stones Oof. what do you what do you where do you stand uh, you know roscoe roscoe p coltrane he oh, yeah. he loves them and he's he uh he's tried to get me into them and 
He actually gave me uh, Exile on Main Street, um, oh, that's what I, that was which is pretty awesome. Was, yeah. yeah. But the first song on Exile on Main Street, the, the problem was I, I spent a lot of years to the first song. It was awesome. But yeah, I struggle with the Stones for some reason to get into them. But, no, it's funny. It's funny because obviously, yeah. uh, Nermalston Senior is a um, a huge Stones fan. Um, in fact, he has a very he has a very cool story about having a cup of tea with um, I can't remember if it was Keith or Ronnie Wood in um, in London in night, like yeah, it was when the Stones first came. It wasn't Ronnie Wood, obviously, because he wasn't in the Stones at the time. It must have been Keith. Um, uh, we'll have to get on. We'll have to get him on and tell the story because it's, he was in. My dad was in school uniform, and um, he had a cup of tea with one of, <laughs> with one of the stones. <laughs> um, it's a, <clears throat> it's quite a cool story. Uh, anyhow, he obviously, um, you know, he brought me up on on the stones. Um, uh, but I got I got into them at the tattoo you stage, which obviously is like eighty one, eighty two, which um, has. Start, Start me, me up. up. deny the, um, the the overwhelming evidence of many many epic songs so I, I wouldn't put them into the uh, the the same kind of basket but i do agree that there are albums but even like neil young who's one of my all-time faves there are albums of neil young's that you just fucking can't listen to so um yeah okay yeah fair enough yeah no mm. i might have been drawing a bit of a long bow with the stones but um <laughs> Why don't got, we? Why don't we I've get got on one to, more? Just, oh, no, one, still, okay. Sorry, one. The last one is uh, no. the Eagles. <laughs> now, I mean, yeah, yeah. Come on, the Eagles. You, you know, obviously one of the one of the biggest, if not the biggest, um, selling band of all time. Um, yeah, fuck the Eagles. However, New Kid in Town. For some reason, I just love that song. Oh, well, I just was going to ask you um, on a similar vein, this, the surfing kind of world, if you've got a similar I take. Do. 
Have you have you got your, your oh good because I've got a, a long list. I found it hard. But then I thought other things related to surf that I really hate. But then there are some redeeming. <sighs> so what I did, I've got. Um, I'll start off like Kelly Slater, right? Um, yeah. He's a fucking knobhead. He's a hypocrite. He's a conspiracy theorist. He's all of these things. Um, but he's fucking fifty. And he's about to start another year mm. on the fucking world tour. It's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it just, it's mental. It, just makes, it makes, you know, it makes yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo look like a bloody spring chicken. And he's, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. So, I mean, so Kelly would be a good example for me. Um, I th- uh, yeah. I think the thing with Kelly is it's like, what, how could you not be an absolute legend by winning 12 or how many world titles, 11 or 12 world titles, whatever, the things he does, surfing into his 50s, like you said. But he's even with all that, I, I, I just can't get the past it past that he's being a complete knob about so many things. Yeah. How hard is it to just go <laughs> sit back and go, you know, I've 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 been I've had a good good run. I'm just gonna have some uh what's the word sort of a bit of humility about myself and just kick back and maybe get a little let bit other of people belly, have get a little bit of a belly um sit at, sit, yeah, at fucking, sit at tavarua for the rest of my life and just get shacked off my fucking nut until like i'm riding yeah. a, a fucking bodyboard you know um exactly. yeah i agree look i agree with that. you it's funny i i think that, that um I don't know if you saw this, but there was a photo this week. This is a, I'm, I'm, it's a, I'm going on a bit of a tangent here, but there was a photo this week of some awards ceremony in, I think it was in Australia, and Baz Luhrmann and um, uh, what's that girl's name? Blonde Australian girl who used to be quite plump and now is not um, um, actress. Anyway, whatever her name is. There was a photo of these two at this a ceremony, and he, Baz Luhrmann, looked like the, you know, the brother in the Thunderbirds that's up in um, up in the space station, the blonde one. Um, I think it's Alan. It's I think it's Alan. Um, Alan Tracy. I mean, Baz Luhrmann uh-huh. just basically looked like a doll. Had it, he's he's had so much fucking work done on his face. Maybe you'll marry. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have children. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll divorce at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. Whatever you do, don't congratulate yourself too much or berate yourself either. Your choices are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your body. Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. Dance. Even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own living room, read the directions, even if you don't follow them, do not read. It just made me think, I mean, obviously Kelly's not like that, thank you fuck. But I think there's a certain level of celebrity that you reach, particularly if you have lots of contact with the States, and you just end up believing your own fucking horse shit. And I think Kelly's at that stage yeah. where he just believes the shit that he fucking, that, I don't know, maybe it's people, so, people yeah, it's tell so him true. that. I don't know. Yeah, this is and this is I I've probably mentioned this before, but like the tall poppy syndrome in Australia, you know, can you imagine an Australian Kelly Slater? Like, it's, no, you just yeah. can't. 
Uh, Greg yeah, Norman I mean, the, has the, become a complete knob, but he's he's living in America. So yeah, well, uh, uh, for the last thirty years or whatever. Mel Gibson as well, same sort of thing. Complete fucking yeah. twat bag, but he's um he's again he's he's based in based in the states. But then you, and then you got Rusty Crow, who is a is an asshole by nature, but he's not a wanker. You know what I mean? There's yeah, a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. <laughs> so, you got people like Paco, who obviously Paco, you know, only won one world title. Um, but you know, you can already see Paco just kind of dad bodying it and kind of just cruising big time, and he's happy yeah. to happy to be like that. Yeah. So Kelly, fuck off. Uh, Kelly, he no longer knows his capabilities as well as he used to. He's no longer listening to himself and going back through all his campaigns and taking a good feeling, a barometer, a barometric test of where and when he was surfing his very best. Rob Machado. Um, he's, it's like, he's just a stylized, he's become a stylized version of himself. Right. Um, and I don't know if he's yep. got a team of, a team of people working on him. He's just, everything's so considered. He's, 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 he's so kind of herbal, but not, it's kind of, it's vomit inducing really the way that he, um, the, the way that he's. Do you know what he is? is what, what is he? he? He is like when Starbucks invent a new flavor of coffee to try and get in the kind of the hip crowd it's the rob yeah, machado yeah. could i have a rob machado with with almond milk please it also comes in pumpkin flavored if you'd prefer that to the wet cigar boiled asphalt flavor that occurs naturally but of course i mean that well. style of his is just unbelievable and those those um he's making these He's, he's obviously been making working with um, Kelly's company for for, for a while, um, and those fish boards. Have you ever picked up one of those Machado fish? I haven't. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have a, have a crack at one of those, mate. They look amazing. They look so fucking. Good. Yeah. No, I love. I mean, God, he's such a stylish dude on on the water. Yeah. yeah. But what a prick for sure. But, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> short arm steamers. I mean, what the fuck oh, is yeah. going on? Well, th- I had an argument with someone about this because, uh, not to put Mrs. B in it, because uh, you know this is just how it, how it came out. She she bought for um one of our youngest a short arm steamer, and you can buy them. I thought you had to customize <laughs> them yourself. Jesus. And I'm like, and I'm just like, I just freaked out. I go, what are you doing? Like, that's just like, it's the mini male of wetsuits. It's like, it's pointless. <laughs> it's like, it, it doesn't keep you warm or you want to be warm or you got your legs warm. I mean, who needs that? But someone actually came back. Um, uh, who was it? I think it was uh, Pado. Pado, this guy, Pado. Uh, and he's going, no, no. He goes, he goes, more uh, sort of Sydney, you want short arm steamer because the water's still a little bit cold in summer. So your feet, your legs keep warm, but your top half out of the water when it's warm in summer, you don't need Bullshit. the arms. So long arm springy is for, is for, oh fuck, I'm confused now. No, nah, you're right. 
it's, it's stupid. I don't. Yeah, I don't get so it. I reckon it's. I reckon the, what it, well, I reckon the short arm sting. Long arm springy. Like, well, see that. See, I always used to love rocking the long arm springy, but it's such a it's a, such a thing that you would never see these days. It's a, it's hilarious because obviously back in our time you didn't have those um, uh, vests, long arm vests, right? Um, uh, yeah, when we no. were grommets. Um, but you always had the, obviously you had the long arm um, steamer if you cut the legs off a steamer, which I often used to do. Hi guys and girls, welcome to another episode of Cookshed, a new, new YouTube channel uh, designed to help surfers and bodyboarders with uh, tips and techniques. Uh, so instead of throwing it out into landfill, you can cut some limbs off so that so that the uh, wetsuit will become another type of wetsuit that you might not have. Now, with your offcuts, uh, you can use it for all sorts of things. Things to slip around your beer or your drink or a hot coffee while you're camping. Keeps your um, hands from burning on the hot coffee cup. Um, but yeah. I, I think the, sh the short-arm steamer, it's like the Porsche convertible of wetsuits, right? You know, it's, it, Have you ever seen anyone who's not a complete tool driving a fucking Porsche convertible. Man with priorities so far out of whack doesn't deserve such a fine automobile. Um, now, the, the, the problem is though, and like, like all of these things on my list, the problem is that short arm steamers are generally the preserve of people who absolutely fucking rip. And that, that makes it kind of, yes. a, bit of a, a bit of a conundrum, right? It's a hard pill to swallow, isn't it? It's like, oh. Yeah, and it's it's always been that way. You've you, always the local fucking ripper, and there's always you know there's often a pack of local rippers, and they're all in the fucking short arm steamer. Yeah, Jesus. Maybe oh. maybe that. Uh, what do you do with that? Yeah, that's yeah. that's tough. Yeah. I like well, you it. Don't do much. You don't do much. You just watch them catch waves around you. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, they're paddling so fast because they got short arm. They well, don't have the, the, the weight holding them. No, down. I know. What, I know what you do. Uh, you go to. You go to. Um, you have to. You, you go to middle bog and try and get some straight handers. <laughs> doesn't matter what um, way there. All right, I'm going to keep going. Um, Quicksilver. Yep. Oh yeah. Everything about Quicksilver sucks. In my mind, yeah. However, no, the old logo—that's one thing. The old logo rocks. Um, uh, I could never really work it out. A, a wave breaking over a mountain, but I guess it's incorporating snow and and surf. I guess right? Is that the, the idea? Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose. But I've spoken about these Sorry, diamond there's... diamond dobby board shorts, haven't I? Um, oh, the diamond dobby you have here—you yeah, raved so, about them. Still got them, still got them. They've been all over the world with me. They, you can wear them. You can surf a reef pass for fucking eight hours, and you do not get a single bit of rash. So, hail Quicksilver and their diamond wow. dobby board shorts. Everything else, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Mm. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> I, I already told you I've got right. <laughs> Quicksilver reading glasses, but uh, we won't dwell on that. Oh, next man. on the list, what's the next one? Onshore wind. Onshore. Yeah. I, I, I'm such a fussy bastard. I hate onshore wind. I really, really hate it. I just don't like surfing in the onshore. Um, I mean, I, I, we've talked about this before, but I'm, a, I'm an early surf guide. If I can always surf in the morning, um, I will. 
Uh, fortunately, around here, there's lots of places that you can find that are offshore, even if it's kind of ostensibly onshore. Um, and I don't like to surf onshore. That's just a, a very fussy uh, thing. However, the exception for me is any sort of rip bowl. If, you're, if you can find a fucking rip bowl, it doesn't really matter whether it's onshore. Um, you know, some of the best sessions you have are rip bowl, howling onshore, fucking yee-haw, giddy up. Um, yeah. It kind of smooths yeah. it out, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? What's your, on, what's your feeling about the onshore? Well, yeah, I, I think it's true. I think the problem with looking at an onshore surf, it's, it, just, it just looks bad and it just puts you off and you go, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And it can turn an average wave... Like if the banks aren't good, the, an onshore is going to make it even worse. But I, I did have a surf the other day. I was actually out at the Batic Hedge and I was the only one out. The only other guy out was um, another ex-pro. Um, I don't know what his stance is on Taylor Swift, but um, <laughs> a ripper from North Narrabeen. And, yeah, we were loving it. It was just two of us out. It was absolute shit, howling onshore. Um, it does keep the crowd down and you can still have fun. But the worst thing is, I think uh, the, the flip side, obviously, is if when you're out in pumping surf or if you've just paddled out in oh. pumping surf and then, it turns. and then it turns on shore and it's like... <laughs> no, the, the, word, yeah. the worst one is when you're literally doing a little doing a little stretch or something on the beach and then you feel the first puff of onshore before you've even got in the water. <laughs> <laughs> little puff. Oh, mate. And it, so yeah. 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 <laughs> right. um, okay, uh, I've got a few more. Cold water. <laughs> obviously oh, yeah. sucks sucks the big one however yeah. of course the waves are generally less crowded and i do feel i don't know why but i do get the feeling that there's more consistency in cold water spots and, and maybe my english brethren would uh would um uh, not agree with that but um yeah and and also getting into getting in and out of a wetsuit every time i mean just from a time factor yeah. from a time factor i have yeah. to say I have to surf in a steamer every time I surf. And that's a sad hassle. Know, it, yeah. It's like 15 minutes just, just there getting in and out of the bloody things. Fuck. <laughs> I, I could go even further and say I've got a pretty embarrassing secret in that I actually don't love getting wet. <laughs> it's like <laughs> if I could surf and stay dry, I'd do it. Like it's like, just get wet like it's just it's just annoying i don't know um That's funny. but there i've said it maybe you it's can get there. a uh, get a dry suit you know um yeah well it's like you know you go skiing skiing quite nice because you know you don't get wet going skiing i think this is the worst aspect of cold water which i'm i try to avoid at all costs is booties and i know that there are people who um don't mind them. I know also that, like, apparently fans have made some amazing new boot that you know, you, oh, yeah, you know, feels like you're wearing a fucking condom or something. Um, uh, but for me, unless you're a real coral wuss, which I am, um, or hate urchins, which I do, I don't wear booties all winter here. I've worked out that if, if my head is warm, then my feet can be sacrificed to an extent. Um, yeah, I hate booties, fuck booties. How do you yeah. feel about them? Back them. Yeah, pretty pretty similar. I think I don't think I yep. Yeah. I just yeah, I just um find them hard to surf in. That's that's the bottom line. If I didn't find them hard to surf in, I'd probably wear them. But yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um surf mm. schools. 
I mean, what is there to like about fucking surf schools? They bring crowds, they bring vowels, they they fucking uh, bring a whole lot of attitude that is not um, not worthy of uh, entering mm. any sort of lineup. Um, they basically are stoking the um, the tensions that already exist on the coast between um, surf tribes. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> I would um, hesitate, uh, not hesitate to say that they are, they could be the death of us all, the, the fucking surf school. I mean, obviously in certain places, they're a lot worse than in other places, but man, it's, uh, it, it's frustrating sharing your, sharing your world with a whole lot of people um, uh, that have absolutely no clue about what surfing is about. <clears throat> Having said that, <laughs> there is something yeah. which, I shall, which I'll refer to as the Clayton's crowd, which is the crowd you have when you're oh, not yes. having a crowd. Um, because quite often you can turn up to a spot and it looks super crowded, um, but actually it's just a bunch of fucking um, Val surf school uh, people bobbing up and down and you can actually just as long as you can weave your way through them it's actually quite a good way of uh, uh discouraging others from joining in the in the festivity so <clears throat> you know yeah oh for sure crowd, the artificial crowd every, every crowd has a silver lining boom boom nice well yeah because i've got a bit of a theory about that too because I, I i i think it's similar to the um you know the fermi paradox familiar uh, with that basically vaguely yes. well basically it's that question it's like if if um there's thousands of billions of planets out there and and that life should be fairly easy to get going and etc mm -hmm. where is it where are all the aliens like where are they um yes oh yes yes, yes and yes. I, yeah so basically it's just saying why haven't we seen aliens yet because it should be they should be more common and there's all sorts of theories why. And um, I, I guess similar theory with surfing. I, I think it's, um, I, I think I called it the, uh, the foamy paradox, which is like, <laughs> sure, you've got like, yeah, these surf schools that are pumping out thousands of people, but you can still like, I think, I think the crowd, I've been, so I've surfed in the States a little bit and it always blows my mind. I could be surfing Huntington Pier pretty good surf it's packed sure yeah. but yeah. packed with maybe what 50 surfers yeah and like you think how many people live in la like it must be like i don't know was it 10 million or whatever yeah, in that whole base probably more so. yeah. it's like <clears throat> like there should be a thousand people in the surf or more like i think yeah, it's crazy sure. like that there's not more people yeah i don't know what yeah and you well, I, guess, I guess with, with i guess with some exceptions like you know obviously we've all seen photos of the superbank that when it, it's so thick with people you can hardly see in yeah, the water that, that's but yeah, pretty and, nuts but there does seem to be a kind of i don't know there there does seem to be some sort of uh, natural uh, maximum that uh, most surf spots get to and maybe it is maybe maybe people are just discouraged when they see when it reaches a certain threshold i don't know um, yeah yeah it's weird yeah it's almost like a self-limiting thing hmm. which is good yeah i have to, okay, I've have got, to I, get our scientists <laughs> working on that one i got three i got three more um uh byron bay 
Oh. I mean, what could be more vomit-inducing than the hippie, hipster, Instagram inferno that Byron Bay has become? Anyway, hey guys, welcome back to my channel. Today we are in Byron. This is the second um, series of the Byron vlog. And you know what, we're just driving past this little surf shop over here, just listening to some good tunes. And you know, we were like, maybe we should go buy a surfboard, cause, but we have no idea how to surf. So we're here and I've decided that softboards are to go. And I like this colour because it's on my Instagram feed at the moment. So I'm thinking <laughs> that's the one. The, the bad things I've kind of outlined, the but is that there is some sort of magic up there, you know? I mean, it's yeah. not, not on Main Street, Byron Bay, but um, you only have to go a little bit out into the hills and there's a bit of magic out there. And of course, even with a zillion people, there's magic at fucking um, the pass because that's just a it's just a fantastic wave, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's like a circus, but it's the funnest circus ever. You just out with a hundred people, and it's just crazy. But uh, yeah, I love it. It's um, yeah. Of and, course, uh, there's so many other places. I mean, look, look, you know, you only have to go south a little while, and there's absolutely classic waves. And uh, so yeah, my uh, exactly. my, whinging, my whinging is mainly about just the the image of Byron Bay more than anything else, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just think you can go anywhere and appreciate. Yeah, you don't, I mean, you're kind of sort of part of the problem if you're there, but um, yes. I think you can still go by and appreciate it for what it is and what it was. Yeah, and yeah, similar yeah. to say Hawaii, um, Bali. Yeah, Bali, all those places. Bali, Bali know, would be a great Bali would be a great example as well for sure. Where the magic yeah. is still there if you if you kind of kind of just turn a blind eye to all the shit but and and you don't have to be part of that kind of ugh, that cringe inducing part of it but yeah like i said you are sort of part of the problem if you're there but i don't know how to resolve that because well, i'm no i'm still going to go to those places yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. <clears throat> um i've got two more um well one is our our um continual whipping boy um hayden shapes <laughs> Yeah. And I've got four words to, to say South Coast Audi trip. That's 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 all oh, I need yes. to say. That's all I need to say about hitching your fucking hitching your wagon to, to that. Um, there's no excuses for that. Um, oh I believe there's also a um, a collaboration with uh, Chanel recently as well. So um, yeah. But um, uh, Ando, man, you can't deny Ando on those boards is just an absolute phenomenon. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, it's a it's, it's a hard it's a bit of swill. You can't of, ignore that, can you? No, no way. Yeah, and I'm sure the boards are absolutely awesome. Um, I'm saying this as a complete um, hater who's never even ridden one. So um, I'm sure the boards are. Fucking yeah, cool. it's just everything else around. It's like Nick. It's like when Nick Cave did his duet with Kylie Minogue. Like, <laughs> that's a good one yes. you, you just you can't argue with that yeah nick yeah. cave carly and they're all just doing what they do without yeah, worrying true. about if it's popular or not that is true don't that know true. i don't i wonder yeah. who approached who like um and approached 
Hayden? No, I, I would imagine some, some marketing guy who surfs or whatever. I mean, you know, the whole image of yeah. HS, the whole the whole Hayden Shapes image is pretty well uh, manicured, right? I mean, it's, it's sculpted. It's, mm. Yeah, I mean, just just the showroom. You, you um, just have a look at that showroom. It's kind of like some futuristic. It's like the it's like the fucking the uh, the deck of the. Um, um, the spaceship enterprise or starship enterprise or whatever it is. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty out there. And obviously all of the technology and stuff yeah. is, uh, can't be argued with. But yeah. yeah. Give me some, um, give me some, uh, give me some um, bong toking oh. uh, shaper out the back who's uh, um, puts a few. Oh yeah. That's... Puts, a few, puts a few hairs in the laminate and, uh, you know. Yeah, that's right. There is cigarette butts and ash falls into the mix. It doesn't matter. That's right. Doesn't 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 answer your uh, doesn't answer your your um, calls or messages for three weeks, and then uh, all of a sudden your board's ready. That's right. To the exact <laughs> uh, opposite specifications yeah. you asked for. I've got one more, and it's um, Joe Tapel. Um, from the Wazzle uh, commentary. Um, division and i would have to say that there's absolutely no redeeming qualities you got to use certain words right to describe your turns and you got to feel it the main thing you got to feel it you know seems like a nice guy but i don't think that should you know if if i'm a brain surgeon but i'm absolutely fucking useless at it but i'm a nice guy <laughs> it doesn't really i, so I, I think the uh, i don't think it, it outweighs the um the complete lack of uh talent or <laughs> ability to engage the, the, the listener in this case minute so um we'll have to wrap okay up. well can i hit you i've got i've actually got it's been near the end of the year i've got some predictions for 2022 oh, in the surfing and music world so, so some of the surf some new surfing trends i reckon well there's um mindfulness and meditation of as um is huge at the moment as you probably know absolutely excuse me so we drink um and so there's going to be a new movement called Mind Surfingfulness, where basically Ooh. it's a meditation tech for surfers where you basically mind surf all the time. And that, wow. that's basically it. So you're walking down the street, you're kind of doing a few rios off the, off the letterboxes. Um, yeah, basically, you do not engage uh, mentally with anything unless it's surf-related. Does that mean we can get lots of people interested in this and they will be so happy mind-surfing, walking down the street, that they won't actually have to go into the surf? We can clear the lineups. Maybe, maybe. Different surfing kind of craft ideas we might see. Um, body foiling. Um, instead of body surfing, body foiling. Not sure how that's going to work. Stick a bit thin on your gut. Yeah, stand up body surfing, um, toe longboarding, um, <laughs> well, that's it. no surf, no surf wave pools, um, just to keep it a bit more realistic. Um, uh, what else? Oh, a chairlift for the super bank. I reckon that's uh, great. The um, uh, Queensland loves development, so a good chairlift. Yeah, that would be. I'm going to be awesome.
No, well, they could have it straight from yeah. Coolangatta Airport. So you, you get off the fucking, uh, you, you get off the bloody jet jet star and then in your boardies and then you just walk down the bloody ramp and straight onto the lift and straight out to the behind the rock. My last idea for a surfing breakthrough is because uh, of COVID and a lot of people having to change their work practices, um, surfing from home. I'm not sure how that's going to work, but um, what, have you got any other uh, thoughts floating around your, your brain? No, I'm uh, only that, um, you know, Christmas is coming and um, I think we've, we've done fairly well in the, uh, in the, in the wrapping up. Maybe we'll, we'll have time to uh, do a little kind of uh, blitzkrieg wrap of, of, of the, the, uh, the year that was, that might be a, might be a nice little idea. Just to yeah, that'd round, be nice. Round things off before St. Nick comes and uh, gives us all a new stick. Um, nice. I'm sure, I'm sure the, I'm sure the, uh, the listen the listener would, uh, would appreciate getting, getting a bit of a, a bit of a, bit of a recap on, uh, on the amazing things that have happened in this year of uh, COVID and surf and music and all all that uh, that entails thanks listeners apologies again for the shit sound um on my end at least you can blame my my um my cavernous uh uh, annex that i'm sitting in under a uh, sleeping bag and um the you can blame chairman now but maybe that will be edited out before it even reaches uh the listeners ears so (laughs) don't worry listeners it's um Yo, you travel, travel okay. safely and um, keep in touch. Um.